that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Hello. How are you? Okay, how are you? I'm all right. You look like you've you look like you've seen better days. You you look like you've been punched by Captain America. <laughs> the only person who hasn't been punched by Captain America that's still a decent person. Uh well, yeah, but we're going to talk about that in segment 2. We are going to talk about all of that in segment what's, what's 2. What's that song? It's it's from the Guardians movie. Ah, Guardians of the Galaxy making 70s music cool again. Yes, opening this weekend. Guardians yes. opening and this already a hundred million plus in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And I've read a bunch of the reviews, and most of them are very, very positive. A couple of them are a, l- a bit hypercritical, in my opinion. Just stupid fucking haters. Um, I think it's somewhere in the mid 80s or upper 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that Rotten Tomatoes means anything. Um, but, really? Uh, but there it this is. This is the best audience tested movie in uh, Marvel's history. Yeah. At 100%. Well, as some of the criticisms are that it doesn't have the same, you know, it's not as fun as the first one, but it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a bit more emotional. It's not as fun as the it. first one. What the fuck? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So in all fairness, but every single bit of the trailers yeah. and the TV well, spots. Apparently has a bit more heart. It tugs at the heartstrings a bit more, this one. Does it? That's okay. You know, I played the... Um, I played the Telltale games, Guardians episode one. Have you ever played any of the Telltale games? No. For your on your Xbox there. Basically. No. Um, they're the ones that put out like The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. Yeah, they but have, what, there was a Batman one. Yeah, but what is it? So it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. Oh. The controls, or the actual, the, the control mechanisms are very basic. You're okay. really playing it for the story. There are some things you have okay, to do. Okay, so it's Dragon's Lair. Sort of. But, <laughs> or but Space Ace. But like certain decisions you make 
affect the rest of the game. Yeah, it's just the same. Yeah, so like certain things you say to certain characters, yeah. like little things will pop up on the screen and it'll be like, sure. Nebula will remember that. You know, like things like that. Right. But um, So it's like an advanced version of, sort of Dragon's yeah. Lair and Space Ace. Right. Do you remember those games? I do. I played Dragon's Lair in the arcade um, all of the times for like a quarter or two before I got pissed enough to want to punch the screen and walk away. Because literally what you were doing was skipping a laser disc. Yeah, pretty much. And if you didn't skip it exactly at the right moment, it skipped to the death scene. Right, exactly. Like always. So this is this is more like something happens, you get a wheel of options. Uh-huh. You know, if you don't pick anything, it defaults to something that could also negatively impact you. And in some of the action sequences, you actually have to do things. You have to control Star-Lord, you know, hit, you know, fight and certain things. But it's it's pretty basic. It's okay. not like overly... You're really playing for the game, but it's fun. Sure. Episode one was a lot of fun. Um, they release an episode every month or month and a half. I think Guardians will be a total of five episodes. Wow. They've taken all of the characters from the movie, but put them in a completely different story. Interesting. So it's not following the story from the movie, but Got it's it. clearly the movie version of the characters. Well, it's hard to distinguish between the movie version of the characters and the book version of the characters these days. It, it is, but like, but, but Drax is more movie Drax than he is book Drax okay. a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, but it's good. It's fun. Sure. We'll talk more about that in segment two. Probably not. Because you've uh, you've you you've said we're not to talk about that until segment two, right? So so, uh, so anyway, we are calling this episode four hundred and fifty one of Big Kev's Geek Stuff begging. <laughs> I thought we were going to call it in segment two. We could call it that also because no, the begging, begging will get to segment two. Begging, yeah, yeah, begging. But there's lots of stuff going on. Yeah, let's let's actually start the show off by saying this coming weekend, Geek Flea. Oh, yeah. I know we normally save that for the second half, but it's so important. Very important. I want to mention it in the first half. So Geek Flea, this coming Saturday in uh-huh. Kearney, New Jersey. There's a link on the website. You can go to their Facebook page, look up Geek Flea 13 or they look have up a, Unwinnable. They have a Facebook page? Yes, a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, It's also where they post about the uh, Series Girls Super Finale. <laughs> Correct. So... So uh, check all of that out. Come and visit. Come and say hi. I think PK will be there for for a bit. Of Ironically, time. Uh, coinciding with Free Comic Book Day. Yes, yes. Also. So you're going to want to make sure you check out your local comic book store. Right. Get yourself some free comics. Right. And things. I'm going to rely on other people to get me stuff they think I might like. Because I'm going to be trapped at Geek Flea all day. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, I got to get the boom book. Yeah. Want it. Because should, there's a mouse guard story. In we there. should ask Retailer X to make us a care package. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I we'll think we're deserving. See. We'll see. Anyway, let's move on with some of the other news, though. From uh, from this for this week's episode. Are we gonna we? do them in order? Or are you gonna bounce around? We can around? do them in order tonight. I think. Oh, the Inhumans poster came out for the new Marvel TV series. Ooh, what's the next piece of news? And I don't care. <laughs> um, it looks like the Inhumans logo. It's nothing really overly significant. We've already heard all the casting. I'll care more when I see a trailer. I I can't see how this is going to be any kind of success spinning out of that wretched Marvel's Agents of Crap. Well, we'll see. Look, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was really good at the beginning. Was it really good or were we so desperate? No, I really liked the first. (laughs) I liked the first season. Did you? 
I liked most of the second season. I think at the end of season two is where I, I started to. He was still in it. Really lose. I know he was. I think it was at the end of season three where I tapped out. Is that what it was? I think so. Eek. I didn't watch any of season four, and I think we're currently in season five. Is that all? I think so. Oh, okay, that could be. If 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 that's not all, if we're currently in season six, then I made it all the way through season three, and tapped out before four. Okay. So whatever it was, that that's that's where that went. Fair. Logan Noir. This is there going to be a screening at the Alamo Draft House. It will also be available on the Blu-ray coming out later this year, May twenty-third, later this month, actually. Logan Noir is the. I just don't get it version it, of this film. It, it's the same thing. They, they release uh, the Road Warrior that way. They did do it with the Road Warrior, but the Road or Warrior. not Road Warrior. Mad Max. Uh, Mad Max. Uh, 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 Fury Road. Fury Road, yeah. Um, I don't know. With Mad Max, and I still haven't seen the Mad Max one. I know PK loves the, the black and white, the monochrome, whatever the hell they're calling it. But, like, that was a very, um, I don't know, that was really quite more cinematic than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you wanted to do like a weird twist on it, it could kind of work for that. But Logan really was a complete package. And I, I don't know. I feel like life. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's just like, eh, like it, really? So, like I don't care. So flash, uh, the black and white monochromatic version is also going to be on the Blu-ray. Yeah. So by all means, go spend money to see a movie again, but in black and white this time. Yeah, look, I mean, if you want to go, if you that's your thing, you want to go Alamo Draft House, at least you know it's a good ex- movie-going experience. But I just, I don't care to see it in black. I'd rather just watch it again in color. Yeah, I just don't, yeah. Like, I, I just if don't I'm going to watch it. it, I just want to watch the movie as it was yeah, intended. If I want to watch a black and white movie, I'll get a TV from 1976. Or I'll watch a movie that's meant to be in black and white. yeah. There's plenty of those. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like there's plenty. I'll watch Clerks. I'll yeah, watch Sin go. City. I'll watch any Abbott and yeah, Costello right, exactly. movie. Exactly. Yuck. The cast of Stranger Things. Talks oh, wait. Is there, any, is there anything else about the Blu-ray? Uh, yeah. The black and white version will be on the film, as well as the audio commentary by oh. director James Mangold. Deleted scenes. Deleting scenes with optional auto, audio commentary by Mangold. Making Logan a behind-the-scenes documentary. Um, that I'm kind of interested in. I'd see that. The Walmart Blu-ray includes a nine-poster set. Ooh, yeah, they're like mini commemorating posters. Hugh Jackman's 17 years of playing Wolverine. It, that almost makes me want to get the Walmart version. Yeah, I might, I might seek that out on release day. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great set. Like, I have no problem with that. I just I don't care about the black and white version. Is yeah. really the, yeah. the the thing. Ooh, Stranger Things season two. Yeah, so. We, we get a little bit of an insight as to um, what's going on in uh, season two, which is coming out Halloween of this year. Uh, Will is uh, the character. Will obviously is return, but the season is supposed to be a bit darker than season one, a bit more horror oriented than season one. And that concerns me. Because I don't think it needs to go down that road. We we also don't know what I mean, they mean by that. That's a pretty broad. Right. What's a horror? You know, like I I think that's a pretty broad thing to say. Because some of the some of the I don't know some of Stranger Things was really good. I thought because it had a healthy balance of scary, of fun, of nostalgic. Yeah, I. So think... I don't want to see too much of the fun. 
sacrificed. Yeah, I, I get the horror. I don't know. Would I, be my concern. I think it's too broad. A, I think it's too broad a statement to draw any real conclusion from. All right. I just want to know what happens to Barb. That, that's it. No, I think I think, I think Barb is done. No. Now where's Barb? Where's Dead. Barb? That's where Barb is. Season On two. Riverdale. Where's that's Barb? where Barb is. Ugh. That's where she's hanging out these days. Yuck. With the cast of Riverdale. That's falling off a cliff, that show. No, it's actually doing quite well. I oh, thought. is it? Yeah. I thought the numbers had yeah. slid severely. No? no I'm oh. still watching it. Oh. I am enjoying the Riverdale. First time for you. Uh, Joe Johnston is set to direct Narnia. The Silver Chair. I don't get this. This is going to be the fourth Narnia film released. Fourth or fifth? Fourth. Prince but, Caspian. Uh, hold on. It's it's in here. Um, b- 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 the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Right. Um, hold on. <laughs> Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Prince, Prince Caspian. Caspian. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Now, I don't remember Voyage of the Dawn Treader even coming out. I don't either. I remember Caspian coming I out. I remember Caspian coming out. I hated I hated them all. I've seen all three of them. I didn't like I didn't like I the first them all. two. But you know what? I'm not a fan of the books either. Yeah. You know, they're okay. Just they were, too much allegory. Yeah, there's a too, lot of too well, much. You know. Uh well, no, that's I what know. C.S. Lewis was was kind of known for. No, I, I know that. Yeah. But it's like it, I I I fall it's very I fall, religious under the surface. I fall very firmly in the Tolkien camp. Uh, exactly. Which is exactly. I, and if you've ever read or seen a documentary about J.R.R. Tolkien, he and C.S. Lewis went back and forth with these books. Right. And pretty much C.S. Lewis was like, damn, it's so good. I want to make a book this good. And Tolkien would read his books and go, damn, your books are shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, I'm firmly in the camp here of the allegory. Just is, it's so thick as to be bothersome. Right. And I just, yeah. Well, What's strange about this uh-huh. piece of news is not that they're making, well, I mean, A, that they're There's making. a lot of strange things about That they're movies. making another Narnia movie. Yeah. Considering the last two were not right. really well received. Well, that's why Joe Johnston. Yeah, I mean, look, I like Joe Johnston. So do as a I. Director, so maybe that first leads... Avenger, yeah. Rocketeer. Yeah. What is what's not to like about Joe Johnston? I don't understand this pairing. Doesn't make any sense. Well, so here's the thing: it's uh, it's believed, although not yet confirmed, that this is going to serve as a complete reboot. Of the franchise. So first of all, do we need a reboot of the franchise? But if we're getting one, maybe with Joe Johnston at the helm, we'll get something good. But again, if the source material isn't epic in nature, then yeah. I, just, I don't know. I just, I'm, 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 I'm not excited. I, I like Joe Johnston. I'm just not excited about another Narnia movie. Was there something in here that, that seemed to indicate that it was a reboot? Yeah, it is believed that the role uh, will be recast. The role of uh, Eustace, uh, of Eustace Scrub, mm-hmm. who was in The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, he's going to be recast, and it serves will serve as a complete reboot of the franchise. Oh. It's the last sentence in the paragraph. Sir. Oh, that's interesting. Ewan McGregor. Beginning his run at Disney. That's it, starting somewhere. Look, if you make this movie that no one's going to fucking see, Maybe we'll let you have Obi Wan. It's not even a maybe. <laughs> it's a when. It really at this point it's a when. 
So this is uh, Disney's Christopher Robin movie. This is the movie about um, the life of Christopher Robin. I never pronounce this guy's last name right. Jones. J. Jones. Is it Milne? Milne. Is it Milne? Milne. Um, this is um, the story about the son of of the original author of um, the original Winnie the Pooh and the Hundred Acre Woods stories. The, the character of Christopher Robin was based on his son, and Ewan McGregor is playing it. Now, here's what I don't get. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why I should care. I just think like why is it why is his son's life interesting? The, there's another Christopher Robin movie coming out at Fox that's actually a biopic, right? About the father that right. I'm kind of interested in, right? Right, because I you know I, I like biopics. I did grow up reading Hundred Acre Woods and Winnie the Pooh and watching. I Winnie would the Pooh. I would imagine that because he is the basis of such a important literary character for lack of a better expression i would consider him an important literary character christopher robin because he is the basis of that character i think the thinking by disney i don't know that it's incorrect but i think that the thinking by disney would be well whatever happened to that right kid who was the basis of all these amazing stories well according to this the initial script had the plot seeing the grown-up version of the character whose adult life has caused him to lose the joy he has had as a young man. Pooh pays the adult Christopher Robin a visit to remind him of the magic of the Hundred Acre Woods. So I don't, I don't, I don't, it just seems very well, odd. Well, you know what it is? I'll is give, I'll is give, their attempt at a live action Winnie the Pooh? Like, I don't understand. Well, probably yes, but, but I'll give you even a better analogy. What? Hook. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. It's Hook. I like Hook. Yeah. Hook was on the other day. It's a good flick. I watched it. Well. You have to watch it when it's okay on. flick. <laughs> no, it's a good flick. It's an okay Hook flick. It's a great movie. I just it's Dustin so, Hoffman is so good. Oh no, no, no. There are things about it that are amazing, but it's it's really hard to get past those fucking lost boys. I don't know. Well, to me it is. Yeah, that one's that one spot still makes me well up a little bit. Oh, there you are, Peter. Yeah, every time. Yeah, gets know, me I, every time. It gets me too. I like Hook. I thought you were a really big Hook fan. This kind I of am. surprises me. No, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big Hook fan. All right, I'm a big Eurotrip fan. Not a great movie. <laughs> Fair so, enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm a big fan of Troy, which is a great movie that not a lot of people are a big fan of. Fair enough. So there you go. All right. Sony Pictures has set new release dates for Angry Birds two and the new Masters of the Universe movie. Oh hey wait. Are you a big Hook fan? Give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And let us know uh, why you're a big Hook fan. I just picked up a like a generic pin for my compan that just says Bangarang on it. <laughs> oh, could that be for the, the prequel? <laughs> that what's his name that Rufio is trying to make? Oh, I don't know. It's did the, you hear about that? I didn't. No. Oh yeah, you got to Google that. the The company is uh, Lantern Pins. They put out pins. The when I got the um, uh, I am the one with the force. The force is with me. The, that pin set. Remember yeah. when all the money yeah. was going to charity? It's the same company that put out those. Put out the Bangarang pin. I just had to have it. Bangarang has become such 
a regular part of my vocabulary. I, I feel like it's our little social group of friends. It's kind of part of our oh, yeah. vernacular. Like Udalali. Like Udalali. Have you seen, there's a company called who who's who's what's it's who's he what's it's and they have a shirt out and it's 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 the the who dalali tour and it's it's like a old who logo right but it's the archery target it's a mash uh, it's it's a great shirt i haven't seen i, it. I want that shirt. you have to send me a link to i it. will send you uh, a link to that shirt um so angry birds 2 at masters of the universe um oh jesus christ so i liked angry birds 1 i actually thought it was really funny so i'm okay with a sequel to that okay. i'm less okay with a masters of the universe movie mick g was originally the person that was uh scheduled to direct this out he is no longer part of the project good because he's working on other things yeah like um, watch but um, I don't know. Do we need? Do we need a Masters of the Universe? I mean, it makes sense, but do we need it? <laughs> I'd rather see it rebooted as a successful animated series. I'd rather see Netflix take it and Voltron it than I think a live action movie. I I just I I think it's so passe at this point. I just don't understand how it could possibly be. I'd rather see Thundercats. I would rather see a Thundercats reboot. Like a semi-serious Thundercats reboot? Like, that animated series reboot was so good mm -hmm. and got prematurely canceled. And that series was important because it linked together Thundercats, Silverhawks, um, what was the other one? The Sharks one. Oh, uh, Tiger Sharks? Tiger Sharks. Did it link those three together? All three of them together, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was, there was a single episode in that series where... Um, the villain from Silverhawks appears. Uh -huh. They're in a prison. Monstar. The, yeah, appears. Uh -huh. And the tiger sharks are in a cell next to them and are referenced. Oh, so it kind of, it looked like they were maybe trying to create trying to get a, there. a universe and then they got prematurely canceled. I love Silverhawks. But look, I like He-Man. I like the property. I like what the Four Horsemen did and Maddie Collector. I like what Super 7 is doing. With some of those stylized figures that we saw at Toy Fair this year. I just don't know that we need a live action movie. We certainly don't need Mick G to direct anything. Anything. But I don't, I really don't think we need. Name a good Mick G film. I can't. Name a Mick G film. <laughs> yeah. But he, here's, here's the really scary part about the new Masters of the Universe movie. Did you see who they're, they're tapping to pen the script? No. David Goyer. Oh, no. I hope He-Man looks like a Juggalo. <laughs> David Goyer. No, Skeletor will look like a Juggalo. That's, That's what it. it'll be. That's what it'll be. I'm already reading the next uh, the next bit with interest. Jerry, <clears throat> Jeremy Renner is set to take on the legendary gunslinger Doc Holliday in a new film. Um, it's going to be based on a novel. Two novels. Doc, a novel. Uh, well, no. Palm Star Media has optioned the right to two novels uh -huh. by author Mary Doria Russell. But I think the film is only going to be based on Doc, a novel. I don't know if it's going to go into the second one. Maybe they're planning the second one for a second That's what I'm, I'm reading. Um, the here. second novel is Epitaph, a novel of the OK Corral. Um so Jeremy Renner is Doc Holliday. 
if Jeremy Renner, I think Jeremy Renner is a fine performer. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. There's a lot of problems with this. The screen has a definitive Doc Holliday. That you, how do you top Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday? Now there are a lot of people who played Doc Holliday before. Sure. That. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Um, Dennis Quaid was. Dennis Quaid possibly was the more historically accurate. Sure. Doc Holliday possibly. Depending on what you've what read, film? that was um, that was wider. It was wider, right? It's Kevin Costner, yeah. wider, right? Um, which I felt was also a really good film. It wasn't Tombstone, no, but it was. It, the problem I had with wider was they tried to fit too much of the man's history in two and a half hours. Sure, where what made Tombstone successful, besides the amazing, ca- the phenomenal casting job, everything about and that the movie performances, was great. they focused on a very specific time of their lives sure the most legendary time of their lives sure. really um and that's why i feel that was successful and wyatt herb kind of not so much but i still think wyatt herb's a great film that said dennis quaid i think mu- much more historically accurate right than val kilmer however how do you even touch that how do you touch that i mean i can't even i can't i i I can't wait to see Jeremy Renner do this. I actually think Jeremy but, Renner would be okay as a Doc Holliday. I just don't know how you how you step into Val Kilmer's shoes. Well, you start by losing, I'm thinking, 30, 40 pounds. Yeah, well, because Doc Holliday was sick as hell. Yeah, but not during not during the beginning of this film. Oh. He wouldn't have been. Oh, yes, he was, sir. He had it. From being a teenager. Oh, he did. Oh, oh yes, I didn't sir. think he got sick until much later in life. No, he's a lunger. He's a lunger before he became a dentist. No, I knew. I knew. I knew he was sick. Yeah. I knew it was tuberculosis. Always I sickly. just didn't realize it was that early on in his life. Yeah, he and, fought it for that long. And the reason that he stopped being a dentist and went west was because doctors said it would be better for his illness to be in the dry right. air yeah. and not in the moist of uh the south at right. the time and you know after the war and everything else sure. so uh it, I, I mean i think it's going to be really interesting if they if they are going to go that far back it's going to be very interesting now it does say here we're excited to reintroduce this classic american character to a whole new audience by chronicling doc holiday's incredible transformation from average joe dentist to a man who wyatt Earp called the nerviest speediest deadliest man with a six gun he ever knew uh, Renner and Hanfield said in a joint statement, uh, said in a joint statement, Frakes, is that Jonathan Frakes? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Frakes said, Jeremy Renner as Doc Holliday, fucking awesome. Look, I mean. Jonathan Frakes? What does he have to do with this? I must have missed that. I don't know. Oh, Kevin Frakes. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Kevin Frakes will produce uh, the movie. Star. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. I'm just going to read a quick synopsis of what that first book was about. Doc, a novel. Born to the life of a Southern gentleman, Dr. John Henry Holliday uh, arrives on the Texas frontier hoping that the dry air and sunshine of the West will restore him to health. Soon, with few job prospects, That's Doc Holliday is gambling professionally with his partner, Maria Katerina Harney, a high-strung, classically educated Hungarian whore. In search of high-stakes poker, the couple hits the saloons of Dodge City, and that is where the unlikely friendship of Doc Holliday and a fearless lawman named Wyatt Earp begins. Before the gunfight at the OK Corral links their names forever in American frontier mythology when neither man wanted fame or deserved notoriety. So, you know, so actually they cover this in Wyatt Earp to an extent. Right. Um, 
Kate, by the way, uh, uh, Katarina or Kate, yeah. as she was referred to, referred to as the ugliest woman in the West yes. by history. <laughs> so I, I've always found that very funny. Meanwhile, both women who played her in those movies that we mentioned yeah. were both pretty good-looking yeah. women. Yeah. So I, I found that very funny. I think the casting of Wyatt Earp is going to be very important here as well. Sure. Even if it's in the third act of the movie, yeah, which is entirely possible, it's still going to be really, really important. Like they really have they to cast somebody like spot on. So who can play against Jeremy Renner? That's the question. As Wyatt Earp, yeah. See that's see that's the thing. You need a stone face in order to do that. You need an absolute stone face. Kevin Costner was a great Wyatt Earp. Sure. In not a great Wyatt Earp movie. Kurt Russell was a great Wyatt Earp, but they also kind of played him a little loose in sure. Tombstone, I felt. So I have no idea. But I, I'm really excited. I'm uh, Honestly, of all the news today, I think this is probably the one that I'm most excited about. What about like... Because I'm uh, such a huge fan of, of the West, as you know, and particularly... What about Fassbender? No. No. No, no, not enough, not enough wear on the face. Does that make sense? He's too smooth. I can't see him. You also have to see. You also have to see him. You have to, have to see this person with like the Kurt Russell of the last few years mustache. Yeah, right. You know, or like again, if you're familiar, the Kevin sure. Costner or the was was or, or the older, Sam Elliott was Wyatt older than Holiday, or were yeah. they about the same age? No, Wyatt's older. He is older. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I believe so. I, I would say they're contemporaries, but I'm pretty sure Wyatt was older. It's going to be tough. Not older, older. Like, no, not, like a couple of years, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think so. Yeah. I think that's That's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't wish to be in their shoes. And this could also touch on the fact that he, you know, met other Earp brothers in that time period as well. So we could need to see more than just Wyatt, depending on where they go. Sure. So... All right, we got a trailer drop. We got two trailer drops this week. Oh, that's oh, I see. Oh, that's, yeah. that's we got two trailer drops this week, and then I want to quickly talk about Flash also because uh, people have asked that we talk about it. Oh, good. I'll be glad to talk about it. I saw it today. Good. Um, so trailer drops. The first one we got our Dark Tower trailer. I think it looks great. I'm on board for the Dark Tower. I don't okay. know anything about the books. I don't either. I, I know very. I, I shouldn't say anything. I know very little about the books. I would say I'm probably in the same camp, but. Based on what I saw in that trailer and the fact that I fucking love Idris Elba, I'm on board. Did did PK enjoy the trailer? He did. Well, then we know and it's then, okay. Not only did he enjoy the trailer, but he also went on a bit of a tirade against the people. The haters? Begroaning the trailer. Oh. But if, look, PK is the biggest Dark Tower fan Correct. I know. There are three things in life that I know that PK loves probably more than anything. Dark Tower, James Bond, and magic. <laughs> like, that's it. Not the gathering. Not the gathering. I mean, actual magic. I mean, like, pull 12 feet of pipe out of your ass, man. Exactly. If he says that he's excited to see the Dark Tower trailer, then I got to be excited to see the Dark Tower trailer, too. I got It you. looks really good to me. We also got our first full Defenders trailer today. I'm also pretty excited for that. I only saw the like the first minute of it. I didn't watch the whole thing yet. I'm excited for it. It looks good. Murdoch looks real. I mean, he, that guy is great. The, the Charlie Charlie Cox. Cox is great in that role. Yeah. Um, Kristen Ritter looks great. 
Luke Cage looks great and 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 the rest and Finn Jones. <laughs> Look, I, I, I really like I liked Iron Fist. I really did. I liked where it ended. Um, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, about Iron Fist. I, so, I mean, it, and if it's the weak link, it's not the character that's the weak link. It's the way that they treated the series. That yeah, and already we get a snippet of. The combined hallway fight scene in the trailer. Oh, did they? I didn't see it. It was that far. it was it was two seconds. But I gotta say, Finn Jones did more in that trailer than he did almost the entire <laughs> series of Iron Fist. I mean, he you know, he does a nice like climb up the wall, come up the wall, right attack kind of move. It was pretty badass looking. With with fucking Murdoch and Jones trying to dodge and not get hit themselves. It looked good. I mean and that's coming to us soon. It's uh, June, I think. What? No. Yeah. It can't be that soon. Defenders? Yeah. June? Wow. Yeah, man. It's not on here. I thought I put it on here. Um, But yeah, it's June. It's less than a month away. I think it's mid-June, so it's probably just about a month away. Yo, speaking of PK. Yeah. See that picture I sent today? Just to, just to just piss to him off. Just to see with his him. response? Yeah. I knew this day would come. <laughs> The uh, the not to leap into product, but the uh, pop, the Funko Pop from the television series. from the television series, the yeah. uh, Punisher, yeah, was released today. But here's the thing: it's funny because I get why he he would like that. He would want that. He's a huge Punisher fan. He's a really big John Bernthal fan. But he's also a huge Punisher fan. I guess I should have lumped four things into my three things. PK likes. You forgot. He likes four. Um, everything else is meh. But there's been at least. Three. A few pops. There's been at least three other Punisher pops that have been released. And you know what? None of them looked as good as this one. I, no. I don't know why. This one did look good. He's With all beat face. up. and uh. the, the Nemesis, the Punisher Nemesis pop looked kind of cool. He's got a little bit of the mask thing going yeah. on. Yeah. That one looked kind of cool. But but you know what will happen is he'll get this one and then he'll want to backtrack and get the rest of them. Good luck. Good luck, buddy. One of them's real hard to find. Real hard to find. Doesn't matter. He'll find it. He'll find it. Let's talk about Flash, because people be like, asked us to talk about Flash. And he'll be like, God damn it, damn why it. I pay someone to fuck, fuck Funko? So if you haven't watched the latest episode of Flash yet, this is your cue. Get out. out for a moment or two. Get out now. Because we're going to talk about it. All right, that's enough That's time. it. If you're right. still here, you're, it's on you. So... I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. I, I I honestly, when I'm watching it, I'm hoping it's Joe's girlfriend. I, I, <laughs> I'm literally praying it's Joe's girlfriend. I really girlfriend. was hoping it was Ronnie. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can see where that would make sense. Because at the end of season one, he gets trapped in the Speed Force and essentially done with i thought he blew up well he kind of he kind of blows up by being unraveled by eubard thorn but it's through the speed force that that all happens oh, okay and savitar has been trapped in the speed force and blah blah blah, blah, blah and yada blah. yada um also also so so barry allen future barry allen is savitar that was the big oh reveal. ruiner that was the big reveal here's what doesn't make sense to me last week's episode right yeah. The episode ends with Caitlin finding out who Sabotar is. Right. And she trusts him sight unseen. Why would she trust future Barry Allen in that moment? 
Comp- it makes no sense. And it makes no sense. And there's another future Barry Allen, the one that he talked to. Right. So this is who is not Savitar. So I think that this version of Barry Allen is even in the future from that future ver- ver- Barry Allen. It's it's got to be future future listen, Barry Allen. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, the Flash jumped a shark yesterday. I don't know that I'd say nope, it jumped the shark. They completely jumped a shark. I'm sick of time travel. I'm sick of the speed for. I have fatigue. Well, they've already said that next no, season's I, villain is I not know, a speedster. And, so. and thank God, because yeah. I, I'm sick to death of time travel and sorting out time and sorting out timelines. And this one is this and this timeline is that. I, I had enough of that. I enjoyed it when it was realities. Right. Uh, but now we're doing it with time also. I agree. So the, the the best the best that you could come up with is another version of Barry Allen. It was lazy, in my opinion. Oh lazy isn't even the word yeah. for it. Um yeah, it was it was just such a pantheon, a flash rogues gallery, such a pantheon of characters, and you have to pick Flash to fight himself again. I'm done. I mean I really like. I'm not bailing on the show, but no, oh, I'm I just know. I'm done with speed villains. I like the rest of the episode, though. I thought Cisco's. I thought Cisco's whole arc, the entire episode, dealing with not wanting to take out Caitlyn. Oh yeah, yeah. And and Julian kind of helping him through all that. I thought that was great. I really hope Tom Felton stays on that show. So do I. I really like him. I really do too. I really. I think I he's made really a great addition. I really hope he stays, but he still has guest starring Tom I Felton. Know, I know. Um, Tom Cavanaugh, I thought was really good. Is uh, that HR? HR, yeah. I hate HR. Really? I hate him. Did you hate With the, the original fire? No. version of him? Did no. You hate the new version. I hate HR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you didn't hate Wells. A- no, I didn't hate okay. Wells. But I hate HR. All right. And I, you know what? And I've been kind of like, since he's been so reduced to yeah. like a secondary tertiary character that for some reason I'm obsessed with coffee and you know, all that. And first of all, if he turns out to be a villain, I'm out. I'm out of the show. No, I don't think he'll turn out to be a villain. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm just saying, if that ever happens, I'm out. Uh, and now they've brought in cutthroat bitch. I know from, from house. house, which I thought was really great. Cause I think she's a great performer. I think she's a great performer. And she too. pops up. I've seen her pop up. She's on popped up things. in a couple of different yeah. things. Yeah. So I like her. I'm, I, I like that. You know, they're bringing somebody else in. We're getting, the house is getting crowded now. I like and now getting, Joe's girlfriend knows I know, I know. he's the flash and I like, and Wally's kid flash. They're really get. They're going to have to thin out that herd somehow. I like Daniel Pennebacher. As uh, Killer Frost. She's so hot. I think she's doing a great job. She's hot either way. Yeah. Either way. The girl is hot. Um, I met her at Atlantic City Con. And this is before I even watched The Flash. Right. Because she was in the Friday the 13th reboot. So I got her to sign my Friday the 13th book. And I was like, who? I don't even. I mean, this girl. I'm like, I couldn't even remember her from Friday the 13th. And all I was thinking was like. She's gorgeous. Well, she's lovely on The Flash. She is. All right. In in either character. In either character. Because you can have, you know, I'm just saying, maybe not for some people, but, you know, there's a good girl side and a bad girl side. You know, you know what I'm saying? I I feel you. All right. I think with that, we could probably take a break, though. If you like. I would like. All right. So uh, we have a game stuff during the break tonight. So stay tuned for that. Is it a super game stuff or just the regular variety? No, just the regular variety. Is there anything interesting in it? 
It's a good one. Check it out. Yeah. He talks about some fun stuff. All right. I don't want to spoil it. That's what it's there for. I want news. No. There's no Red Dead news, damn I it. I want Red Dead news. Uh, but with that, Big Kev, we will take our only break here on episode <laughs> 451. We're calling this one Begging. <laughs> Ahoy ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. This is going to be my voice while I have a crippling sinus headache, so please bear with me. <laughs> EA has announced Star Wars Battlefront 2, the follow-up to the 14 million copies selling first-person shooter. The game will cover all eras of Star Wars, both prequel and new trilogy. This time, Battlefront will have space battles, a single-player campaign, and no season pass. Positive enough changes to forgive and forget. But hopefully we're running towards X-Wings and not representative tokens of X-Wings when Star Wars Battlefront 2 is released on November 19th. <laughs> Fuck. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite got a release date of September 19th. The not-so-far-off date was revealed in the story trailer, which Ultron from Marvel and Sigma from Capcom team up to destroy all organic life. Apart from those characters, there were no newly announced names for the roster. Just the go-to standard Ryu, Hulk, Mega Man, Thor. Nothing too exciting yet. More should be revealed at EVO in July. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has been released for the Nintendo Switch. It's a port of the Nintendo Wii U game with all of its DLC and tracks. So if you've never owned a Wii U, and you probably didn't, and you're looking for a Switch game, which you probably are, this seems like the obvious choice. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is out now for $60 on Nintendo Switch. Oh, God damn, that's loud. Little Nightmares came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a weird game where a little kid is chased through his dreams by stop-motion animation-like monsters. It seems to play similar to last year's Inside, it's only about three hours long, but the art style is so nice, it's, quote, worth it. <laughs> and finally, Bayonetta is, has been ported to the PC. And it's a perfect version of the game, no doubt the best version. And the sales were so encouraging, the company Platinum Games has already teased another game to come to the PC, which is Vanquish. Cool, I'm done. This is Coke Logic signing off for game stuff. Build your own R2D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts. All for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. 
Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Yes, we are back. Speaking of gorgeous women. Yeah, man. Karen Gillan. That uh, accent. Oh. Her nebula. You know what's funny? Her Amy Pond. You know what's funny? I even like that show Selfie. I like that show Selfie, too. Yeah. Well, mostly because she was in it. Um, but like when I met her uh-huh. uh, several years ago at this point, right. it's, it's been several years ago, th- her voice was completely different when I met her. Like two octaves higher. Oh, really? Yeah, like just her regular speaking voice was, oh, that's weird. was a bit up here, and now she's calling down here a little bit. Huh. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Anyway, anyway, uh, during the break, of course, you heard an epic. I'm calling it epic. Maybe it wasn't game stuff by Coke Logic, <laughs> proving you didn't listen to it. No, I did listen. Oh, I, I always think. Look, I think he does great work for the show. Of His course, is always welcome. And of course, you heard a bit from our sponsor. Uh, build R2D2. Yes, build R2D2.com. You know, we've talked for years about yes. buildmillenniumfalcon.com. We did. And man, I'm telling you, I did we talk about the one I saw at Celebration? Yes. The guy's 450 hours into his build yes. with lights and everything else. Well, let me tell you, I mean, if you're not impressed by that, which as a Star Wars fan, I don't see how you can't be, this R2D2 half scale astromech droid that you build that is fully functional. Uh, uh, is 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 gonna blow your pants off? No doubt. Uh, so what I've been doing is I've been looking at the uh, R2D2 Astromech poster, half right. scale, shown actual size poster that comes with uh, issue one, which tells you about all the features. And I've picked another feature to share with you this week: projector. Nice. Well, what does that mean? Just as in the Star Wars movies, R2-D2 is able to display holographic messages using a projector which can beam images of Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker onto any nearby flat surface. Nice. That's cute. I know. I like that. I wonder if there's going to be some sort of, like, add your own sort of thing. That would be fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Build R2-D2 half scale, as I said. So... You know, use the math. I've seen it. It's amazing. Right. I've seen it work. It's amazing. This is a fully functioning robot sure. here, people, and you are building it. Another incredible Star Wars collectible that you build. And I'm really, I'm so jazzed to talk about the next one, too, but I don't want to get distracted because I don't want anyone to think that the R2 isn't amazing. One at a time, Big I know. I know. One at the a other time. one is phenomenal. I know. I know. Uh, and so is this. Go over to buildr2d2.com or give them a call at 877-544-6779. Listen, this is something you could be doing with your kids. For sure. It's something you could be doing for yourself. It is an unbelievable piece, and uh, you should definitely check it out. I have a couple more plugs I want to throw out there real quick for some friends of the show. Uh, Friend of the show, Chris Ramo. Chris works over at NECA. He does like package design and a bunch of other stuff for them but he also is a fantastic artist and he has a kickstarter campaign right now called spooky things Ooh! and uh, it's got 25 days to go he's over 50 percent funded um check it out go to kickstarter.com and search for spooky things for uh by chris ramo become a supporter 
it's it's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good book. His art is really awesome. I love his. Uh, he did um he did an ash print that I have. He's done some of the promotional work for uh, for it's Eric Nagel. Oh yeah, yeah. The Super Mario. Oh poster yeah, yeah, yeah. And the oh Home yeah, Alone yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Chris Ramo, where's 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 the big Kev's geek stuff <laughs> promotional imagery, sir? In addition to that, another Kickstarter. Uh, this is one that I just thought was actually kind of cool, and I actually want to. Um, I'm going to support because, you know, I am a dad. This one is actually already funded, but it still has a couple days left to go. And it'd be great if they hit some more of those uh, goals. It's Jim McLean's Solution Squad, Math Powered STEM Heroes. That's S-T-E-M. It's kind of like it's science, technology, engineering and math. So it's it's a superhero group based on core curriculum. And it's meant for a younger generation. And it's kind of cool. And I think you should check it out. I think if you're a parent. It'd be right up your alley. It's something definitely you'd want to read with your kids. It's like OG's dad stuff. I'm allowed to do that stuff <laughs> once in a while. If you want to do Big Kev's dog stuff, you, you can what? do that. What dog stuff? You have a dog? I don't have a dog. Oh, you had a dog. Well, I had a dog. All I've right. had a few dogs. All right. You know, are you, are you want... comparing your son to listen, a dog? Listen, if you wanted to do something like Big Kev eats stuff, for <laughs> I knew. example. I, I thought that's where you were going before, and I'm like, I'm I was, ready. I was giving you a pass. I'm you ready. A shot at me. Let's see. I'm diving headfirst into the barrel. Here I go. All right. And one other one other uh, site that I want to plug because I think they're they're doing some good content. It's called Wine with Cheetos. It's a it's a blog site, right? And it covers a lot of different things. But there's um, a pop culture section that specifically talks about, you know. Things that we would talk about on this show. And it's, it's a, a friend of mine, Chris, is writing that section of the, the site. And I think you should check it out. He has some pretty interesting articles. The most recent article that he just put up, um, I think today, is all about Superman and the KKK. And when he fought the KKK in the books. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. What, he meant, what it meant as a cultural icon. The importance of cultural icons. It actually turns out that Superman is a is a member of the KKK. Yeah, it actually... So what happened was he's actually a grand dragon. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> no! He's a super dragon. No, that's right. So check out Wine with Cheetos. I'm going to put links to all of these things in the show notes. So you can check those out over you, there. You know, OG. Yeah. You know, we've talked about you keeping your alcohol-related content. Yes. Uh, on your other program. Listen. So wine with Cheetos sounds delicious. I I'm last not, night I drank or I shared a bottle. Yes. Of and uh, no one is surprised of a, that of you a, drank. It was a a red mead spiced with uh black peppercorn. Red mead. Oh, it was delicious. How do you get red mead? Because it's a combination of mead and other flavorings and other berries. Where'd you and get then it's that? also I'm a member of the Melovino Meadery. Oh yes, yes, yes. In Vauxhall, New York. Yes. Jersey. In Vox, beautiful Vauxhall, New Jersey. I get, I get anywhere between six and eight bottles every quarter. Oh, I thought you were going to say you got anywhere from six to eight threats every time yeah. you went to that neighborhood. No, 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 no. Actually, one of the guys that works over there, and I think is a fan of the show. Is well. that right? Yeah. Wow. So uh, they're good folks over there. If you like mead, uh, if you don't know what mead is, learn about it if you like me, they make uh don't they make notebooks and yes. uh pencils yeah yeah they're they're a, their rival competitor <laughs> is five star um were they you, the producer of the trapper keeper they were i believe i believe they the were keeper uh if you like the drinking mead if you like the rennie mead yes. check out melovino meadery um they have some great stuff 
You know, on one hand, yeah. I've always been very regretful of the fact that I was born without a sense of smell because yes. it affects to the nth degree. Your taste. There you go, PK. The, uh, the nth degree, my tolerance for drinking alcohol uh-huh. because it really all just tastes like alcohol to me. And mead was always the one that I was like, oh, this one. Because I always hope that I'm going to discover something one day that yeah. I can tolerate. The closest I've ever come was not your dad's root beer. You should try some of the meads then, because they're a little bit on the sweeter side. Yeah. And so you might be okay with that. Have you tried the new not your dad's? No. It's not your mom's apple pie. Really? It's so good. Oh, I should have to try that. I tried it last week, I think. Oh, yeah? It's so good. Can we talk about your... Speaking of cultural icons... Problem. ...being upended (laughs) and begging... Yeah, so let's just let's just tear into this because I'm going to try really hard not to piss off OG here. Um, How are you going to piss me off? Well, because I have I I feel I like... read I read Secret Empire Zero, and I read Steve Rogers last week. Oh, did you read and Secret I Empire read One? Secret Empire One today, and it's a travesty. It is atrocious and it's an insult. So, and I'm... you're right. The people out there that are saying stop comparing, uh. Stop comparing uh, Captain America to a Nazi. It's more nuanced than that. No, I agree it... with you. He's worse than a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. Because at least a Nazi, they were honest about their feelings. Yeah, and what their beliefs were. Yeah, let's let's Not some contrived so, horseshit. Let's let's let me give a brief overview because I really don't want this sure. to be a very long segment. I don't want it to either. But I know you don't more than more than me. So. The brief overview is. I like all of my teeth, and I'd like for them to stay in my ears. <laughs> You're going to get beat. Uh, Here's the broad overview. Sure. Several months ago, we learned that the cosmic cube in possession... Oh, is is, uh, intelligent now. sentient. It's sentient. Kobic. Right. Uh, Was manipulated by the Red Skull to change Steve Rogers into having always been a Hydra sleeper agent. Correct. However... Right. Secret Empire now tells us... That before that ever happened, Steve Rogers was already a Hydra agent, right, was as a- was his mother. Right. And raised as a Hydra agent, he helped the Nazis win World War II. So what Marvel is saying, the actual history of the world is that the Nazis, with Steve Rogers at the helm, won World War II. And the cosmic cube was used to change right. that outcome and Steve Rogers into the hero we know as Captain America and the Allies won World War right. II. So when they were changing Steve Rogers into a Hydra agent, they weren't. They were changing him back to what he originally was. Right. Horseshit. Yeah. So I think that when this is all said and done, by the way. That will all be undone yet again. Yeah, which is just like, and then what's to prevent the cosmic cube from doing from doing it again? To doing anything. This is so beyond the pale. Now, now, if you haven't read Secret Empire One, I'm gonna. Did you read it? I don't even care. Yeah, I read it. Of course, I read it. If you haven't read Secret Empire One and you don't want it ruined. I guess no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Stay right here because we're going to ruin it. All right. And we're going to ruin it because Marvel has already ruined yeah. so many things. The outcry about changing Captain America to a Nazi because you can call Hydra whatever you want. 
I will say this though. I will say, and this is not in defense. I know, but I will say that it appears that the angle that they're taking with the book is that he actually doesn't care for the Nazis either. He thinks that Hydra is better than the Nazis and more focused than the Nazis. And so he's not really a Nazi. Did you? He's hi- Boy, that's just what happens. No wrap up. That is what happens when PK We're is not, not done, here. wrap up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> wrap up would like to be done. Did you print the art in the Encyclopedia Prophetica? Oh, yes, you did. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. Here is the Here is the article from ABC News. Owned by D- Disney, as is Marvel. So let's just call it what it is. It's the mouthpiece for the company that is screwing this up. Here's the here's the uh, here's the sentence or two, OG, that I think really tells you how out of touch Marvel is. For what it's worth, Cap and Hydra believe that they are bringing order and strength to society by taking over. As fans will see in the new issue. Hydra isn't completely seen as villains outside of Cap's inner circle either. Civilians and others in the book see their victories and start to believe Hydra may be a blessing instead of a curse. No, what those people see are what... I don't even think... Whoever wrote that statement? Who wrote that statement? Now, this has become a, another point of controversy. Who wrote that statement? Whoever wrote this article. Whoever wrote that statement yeah. didn't read this issue. And I'll tell you why. Because in my opinion, the teacher... So you have the one kid, there's a, there's a scene right. where she's teaching history and then revisionist history. Right. The revisionist history, of course, is the Americans winning the war. Right. Right. And there's one student who is still referring to that as the actual history. And she's like, no, no, no. That's the, in my, uh, my takeaway from reading that was she was kind of uncomfortable in the position that she was in. And she you, was doing, and there's you, a camera, and she looks up at the camera, and she's like, "We'll talk about this later." You, like, you no, really? Not everybody is okay with this. I, I get it, I get it, but you really give a Marvel a lot of credit here. And the reason we're talking about this, besides the fact that it's just, I'm not a, saying it's clever. Oh no, I'm just saying that statement is that's, is 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 a bad attempt at th- trying to fix it. This statement is essentially is essentially what the Germans. We're saying during World War II. Of course it is. Like, so. I know. But they're not Nazis. They're fucking Nazis. Yeah. Cap they're is, fucking not. Oh, Cap doesn't like the Nazis either. Well, Cap, he is one now. He's done so many atrocious things. He let Arnim Zola, not Arnim Zola, he let Zemo, Zemo. kill Bucky. Yeah. And he threw. Uh, he threw a red skull out of a window. That's yeah, fine. Let's... This episode, he point blank murders Rick Jones, the uh-huh. new Bucky. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 not okay. No. This is not None okay. None of this is okay. He killed Rick Flag. Let's let's when even, this all started. Let's even not let, Rick Flag. Let's it's uh what's I know who you mean. Um, I can't remember now either. But what's the guy? He threw him out of the plane. I want to talk about I want to talk about the broader ramifications of this. Sure. And the broader ramifications are Marvel hears, what's the title of the article that went everywhere yesterday? Marvel, we hear your concerns. And what they've done is, in an unbelievable move, they're asking readers of this book to just stay with the story and you'll see it all turns out okay. What you will see at the end of this journey... Uh, is that the heart 
is that his heart and soul, his core values, not his muscle or shield, are what save the day against Hydra. And will further prove that our heroes will always stand against oppression and show that good will always triumph over evil. But he's this not is so good. Bad. This is so bad that they've had to, they've had to essentially spoil the story. Yeah. In an attempt to to cut the bleeding off, to and, cauterize the wound. And here's and that's a, and you are exactly correct because what Marvel is experiencing now, and I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, is that all of their books they're hemorrhaging are are the sales are falling off a cliff and a lot of people are just not going to read marvel just based on this bullshit here of course because of course. you take you know what and someone I, I i finally came up with an analogy that i'm comfortable sharing all right and you're gonna love it okay when they did this horse shit uh-huh. to spider-man the world went nuts the world went nuts. i stopped reading spider-man but but Let's put it in a different con, and and here's where I draw the line at the difference. So why wasn't there this massive outrage and so on? There was, but why wasn't it to this level? And the reason it wasn't to this level is because Captain America isn't just a comic book character. He is a cultural icon of the war years. Yeah. He was symbolic of America's fight and the Allies' fight to defeat the Nazis and the fascists. That's right. He's more a symbol, with all due respect, I know you're Spider-Man fan, he's more of a symbol no, of the country Absolutely. than Spider-Man is. Sure. So the difference, so everybody's like, they did a Spider-Man, nobody freaked out. Yeah, everybody freaked out. Nobody lost their fucking mind but, because nobody's grandfather uh, 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 fought but, clones. Yeah. But the, <laughs> you know, even the Spider-Man story really mostly impacted the spider Verse. Family of yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to everything. The entire history of the Marvel yeah. Universe. Yeah. I think Axel Alonso, who is the editor-in-chief, should yeah. be fired yeah, it, this for allowing this to happen. I think Joe Quesada, Joe Shitty Quesada, should finally get his walking papers because he's the chief creative consultant, isn't he? Or officer, whatever the fuck he is. He should also finally get fired for this bullshit. This is this is the this is the culmination of years, 8 10 years of this fucking bullshit. Yep. Marvel ha- Marvel has completely gutted their characters beyond repair. There's no rep- uh, what are they going to do? Magically snap their fingers and Scarlet Witch is going to turn everything back again? Yeah. Fuck you Marvel. Hashtag, fuck you, Marvel. Fuck you, Marvel. This is not my Captain America. These are not the characters. The characters that I loved and read and grew up reading are gone. Well, I mean, Marvel has gutted them and ruined them. This isn't them. No, no, I agree. This I is agree. none of them. No. And you know well, what? The Hulk is not Bruce gonna Banner. Say, I know. Iron Heart is and, not Iron Man. And don't come to me and say that I have a problem with diversity. Who is that Vision character? I the girl? Know. Yeah. I, don't come to me and say I have a problem with diversity because we all know that's OG, and that I no. have a problem with uh, uh, females and 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 feminist characters and all that. Don't even approach me and tell me I have any of those problems because I don't. What I have a problem with is here's another analogy that you can stick in your hat, and I hope somebody sends this yeah. to everybody at Marvel, DC has a wonderfully talented pool of writers 
and artists who make great comic books. Yes. Marvel has a popular and namesake-driven pool of writers and artists, mostly writers, mostly writers, because we know they treat the artists like shit, writers that they can release press releases about. That's it. Marvel is in the business of creating press releases, not good comic books. Period. A couple of other points. I agree with everything you just said, but I, I am I'm so I'm beside I, I don't e I'm at 3 a.m. so angry at the at this article yeah. that they released at like 10 o'clock at night last night. Yeah, I know. Asking fans to bear with this. Yes, that's right, fans. Keep paying your money. Keep buying our keep buying our shitty books, but don't worry. At the end, it'll be a good story. It's not a good story now. Therefore, your shit conclusion and when you flip everything back around isn't going to be a good no. story either. So you're lost. Thor was fighting alongside Hydra Cap in that issue. And yeah, it was Thor. Thor, not Valkyrie. Not not Valkyrie. Um, it was Valkyrie. No, it wasn't. That's it was male Thor. No, 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 no. Valkyrie is the, isn't yeah, yeah. she? No, it's no, Jane. it's Jane. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Jane Foster. It was Thor Thor. Thor Odin's son. Um, and I might be way, I need help on this one. I need the fans to help me on this one. Ooh. All right. So fans, if you're more entrenched in the Marvel verse than I am, we saw Ben Grimm, the thing in this issue. Yeah. Is this the first time we're seeing an FF character? In a while. In a really, really, really long time. I think so, yes. Like, didn't Marvel essentially erase FF from their universe when the rights to the movie were still at Fox? Well, when Fox kept Marvel from getting it yeah. back. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been a Fantastic Four book. They Those didn't characters have not appeared. Correct. Yeah. That's significant. It's not a good... I mean, it's a good thing because I'm a Thing fan. Right. But, and, and Cornboy must be ecstatic because isn't he a really big thing fan? I think he is. Yeah. Um, but I just, I thought that was significant to see a Fantastic Four character fighting on the side of the resistance, by the way. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I can't even, I'm reading it because I'm a glutton for punishment and I feel like I have to read it to report on it. You mean like, a, you mean like it's a, it, you have to slow down because it's a train wreck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but it's but, but it's, you know it's it's aggravating. It, it hurts to read it, it. It's not even it's beyond aggravating. It's beyond hurt. It's literally they've just taken something that was so significant in my childhood, and I don't just mean Captain America. I've been reading Captain America since Marvel. I was nine years old. Yeah. Cap and Daredevil and X Men since I was nine. Those right. are my books that I've read most consistently throughout my life. And I'm still reading, I'm still, God help me, still reading Cap. I finally bailed on Daredevil and X-Men years ago when Joe Quesada ruined those books. I know, I know, I know it's really good. I'm not getting suckered back in. That said, they've taken this very important piece of my and thousands upon tens of thousands of other people in varying generations. Sure. And they've just fucked it. They just it. lubed it up and fucked it. You know how when people say that movie ruined my childhood or that reboot ruined my childhood? This one might be one time where you could actually say it ruined your childhood. It's it's 
I just, I'm so, I tweeted out, I tweeted, OJ. Ooh. I, I tweeted. And you in the technology. And I Who tweeted. Who is this person sitting across from I me? tweeted the articles out. I put them on our Facebook. I saw that. I used the hashtag, fuck you, Marvel. I put at Marvel in there mm-hmm. so that they would see it. Sure. It's a disgrace. It is a disgrace. It is an utter disgrace what they have done. Axel Alonso should lose his job joe quesada should lose his job and he won't axel alonzo maybe and whoever the whoever the core editor is on top i didn't i don't remember the name should lose their job for allowing this travesty to happen oh no no hang in there fans keep paying your four dollars a book we'll sort everything out go fuck yourself nine issues it's not only is it nine issues but it crosses of course, it's into every, every book, every, every book yeah. which they said they weren't going to do anymore also, by the way. Well, yeah, but they said after the 18 months, this has been long planned. I mean, yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, I bullshit. Know. I know. I don't think it'll take nine months to get through nine issues. I'm thinking they're probably going to do two issues a month. I'm guessing. Well, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see how they're really scrambling well, look, to, we'll, to bring this to a conclusion faster, faster. because every single week... That something like this occurs, that Is one of these books comes out, it's more people who are leaving the book. I know. It's more people who are leaving Marvel. I know. And I'm telling you, from I, I have had conversations with Retailer X, who's talking to me about, should I even mar- carry Marvel books anymore? I feel you. I, I feel mean, you. beyond the, the few books that people will personally order, yeah. like, should I even carry the books anymore? Yeah. How on earth... How on How earth did we get there? Do you sit in a pitch meeting and say, "Gonna turn Cap back into a into a Nazi," but it turns out he was originally a Nazi first anyway? No, no, everybody, bear with us. I can't believe they had the audacity to put out a press release saying, "Bear with us. Keep buying our books. Begging us. Begging yeah. us to keep reading the books. You can go fuck yourself. Your entire universe of books is completely screwed." And I'm done. Well, the wrap-up music has been begging us for the past minute to move on. That other clip is vastly approaching. <laughs> yeah, that track is muted, so we're okay. Oh, thank goodness. You know, if PK were here, just saying. Yeah, well, if we had our machine back, that just, would also help. Hey, I'm just saying, if PK was here. Are we putting out here, a show? Are we still giving something to the fans? Yeah. That's what we should be happy about. Not I'm, the I'm happy, happy about. about that. I just wish we weren't using a... A circa 1986 cassette recorder to Hello. tape this show. We could be using a tricorder. Fucking mics <laughs> plugged into it. All right, listen. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff, youtube.com backslash bkgeekstuff. I was supposed to put up a new video today, but I was really inundated, so it's going to go up hopefully tomorrow or Friday. Failure. But new Studio V's coming at you weekly. Yeah, there's at least a bunch more in the book. There are. Well, we got to get production Tim on the schedule. On the social media, I am OG, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, PlayStation Network. I am BK Geek Stuff. Yes. On uh, Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. And Big Kev GS on the Superior Xbox Network. Your opinion. And K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram if you'd like to. He ain't here. PK. He ain't here. Don't forget, Geek Flea is this coming weekend. So if you're listening to this prior to Saturday and you are local, come and say hi, hang out. 
I just save ha- for the empanadas. I have one some stuff. I have one question. What is this? The show that we buy the whole shipment of the empanadas? We can't do that. We would lose. and we tack on a dollar. We can't do that. We could never ever do that. And I'll tell you why. First of all, those people are way too nice. Yeah. And second of all, it would jeopardize. They're our gonna s- make their money. It would jeopardize our standing in that community uh, and the sweet deal that we have. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. If you'd like to see us at Geekfleet 14, <laughs> that's true. Please prevent us from doing something stupid at Geekfleet 13. Come and say hello. Buy stuff. Yep. Because we need the money. We do need the money. That's for sure. Um, and I think Big Cat. Oh man. The Telefriend was supposed to start. All right, one Uh, week delay for Telefriend. Next week, we're going to be emphasizing our Telefriend portion of the year before we slide into the Begathon because I just talked to New York Comic Con. So, yeah. So that's that's the plan here. Uh, And with that, OG, we will bring this exciting episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. Episode 451, the one we called Begging. Uh, The way we end most shows by saying... Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Germany was having trouble. What a sad, sad story. Needed a new leader to restore its former glory. Where, oh, where was he? Where could that man be? We looked around, and then we found the man for you and me. And now it's for Hitler and Germany, Deutschland is happy and gay. We're marching to a faster pace. Look out, here comes the master race. in Dusseldorf and that is why they call me Rolf. Don't be stupid, be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. Thank <laughs> you.